Welcome to the Real Deal Media Podcast Channel, where you can hear all your latest favorites. You can live your life, accomplish all your objectives, and listen to the most effective show on the internet, on television, anywhere today. Right here at the Real Deal Media Podcast. Tonight, I have an exclusive interview with Eric Dadmeyer. He goes by Eric the Healer because he's a man who wants to heal the world. Eric gave me the intel that shocked the world and had us looking at our state capitals and what's underneath the most protected building in your own state. That's right. Weapons, jail cells, secret prisons, tanks, all the things we never even would have imagined. I'm Dean Ryan, and this is an exclusive Real Deal Media podcast interview. Enjoy. Whistleblower from May of 2020, that bombshell intel that uh, I released uh, during this pandemic war, during these uh, planned right hoods, right after the uh, George Floyd incident of uh, May 2020. He goes by Eric the Healer and um, Okay, our whistleblower today is, uh, I'm joined by a whistleblower. Uh, this gentleman really provided intel to me, May of 2020, which is the missing piece to the jigsaw puzzle. And uh, I went with it because it really aligned with other intel I was getting at the time. And uh, so joining us right now is, he, he goes by Eric the Healer. Eric, uh, thank you for joining me here uh, on, on this very special broadcast. Uh, you're, you're in Sacramento currently, correct? Yes, I work for the state of California, Department of Public Health in, Cal in Sacramento, and I'm very happy to be here and, and on your show, and thank you for putting doing such great investigative work and, and putting yourself out there, because I, I know how it is to put yourself on the front line with... Uh, you know, nobody to protect you, you know, so except our angels. So I think right. we're, we're, we've got some angels. Right. So um, thank you for uh, joining me. Uh, I want to go back to, I want to set this up in um, how we met. Uh, we, we met at a conference, I want to say maybe five years ago and uh, have, have stayed in touch loosely uh, here and there off and on, you know, we, we live, um, quite a distance from each other and I'm always traveling, but uh, 2020 was really a game changer for so many people and still is. I received some intel that came from Arizona and it was following that uh, Antifa had really galvanized 
their base in Arizona, out of all places, and started rallying, or say somewhere in northwest Arizona, if I recall. And uh, they were carrying fully automatic weapons. Right after that intel, which came straight from the ground, straight from uh, one of the viewers of my show, Real Deer Report, that uh, something clicked. 1.5 billion rounds of hollow point bullets, ammunition, that Obama gave DHS about 2015. Well, nobody knows where those went. Nobody knew where they were. They you know, were talked about quite often and forgotten. Well, I put that message out there that I think this could be it. And I received a call from you, and I'm going to let you pick it up from there, and then we'll get into the specifics later, but take the baton and kind of take it from there of how you found out about me and what I was saying. Well, nothing happens by chance or accident. And, and yes, we met at a conference, uh, and actually a beautiful woman was involved, uh, Susan um, Kornacki, who's now Susan Matowicz. She, she told me to work with you and and gets to know you better and, and she's a real smart uh friend of mine so and so i paid attention and we kept in touch and when i heard you say that it clicked for me too because one day because where i work i i deal with they've taken i was the go-to guy for everything they took away my jobs being a whistleblower one by one so i couldn't be working at a class uh, and pay me a higher you know pay and so part of doing the mail is going down to the loading dock where the mail room is. Well, next to the mail room on the left-hand side, there's an empty storage. Um, there's a storage, you know, that they used to be one of the janitor's storage. And a long time ago, I noticed that, that food and drug downstairs, I work at food and drug, but downstairs are the investigators. And they were using it for an ammo-like um, shed, okay? And they started putting ammo in there. And I was, I was like, wow, what do you guys need all that, those bullets for, you know? Like, and they would get a bunch of targets, and, and, and then they'd, and, and I knew that, that they would go and, like, confiscate raw milk and go to the marijuana dispensaries and whatever. And, and, but I didn't know they, they needed that many bullets. So later, I found out that four agencies were taking, four different agencies were taking from that pool of, and, and I didn't even know it was legal for them to be using hollow point bullets. But I, I talked since then, I, I talked to a retired police captain and, and he told me, yeah, of course, we, you know, you know they need to use them, you know, to protect themselves, uh, you know, to make them drop dead, you know, when they're being shot at. So anyway, um, then last year, I just saw it being filled up and filled up. And I looked really close, and yeah, there were hollow point bullets. And and I looked in the room; it was stacked up, filled all the way back into the ceiling, and all the way full. And 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 so then I told you, you know, wow, they got that stocked, and that's that that was definitely one of their hiding places, you know, um, because it was easy access. It's the loading dock, and they can get there at night when everybody is gone. And in the four buildings that I work at, the East End Block one of those buildings is chp and and i know it goes you know when they were building the place i my you know my relatives all are in construction and i'm a golfer and i can really tell distance well and 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 i saw a cyclone fence around the building that i would never seen with a material with two it was actually two cyclone fences with material in the middle so I, I knew they were, and it was taller than the normal eight feet. I think it was 10 feet tall. So I knew they were trying to hide something. So I, I took my bike 
because I couldn't see for my car driving by slowly. So I went back on my bike and I looked down and it went down 10 stories deep. And I thought, wow, when we move into these buildings, we're going to have free parking. But when we moved in, it was only one story. I was like, what? So I know it's like 10 stories of Star Wars under there, you know? Let me just um, break in real quick, just so I can add some context to what you're saying. And, and maybe people don't know what hollow point bullets are. Basically, they go in the size of a dime and they come out the size of a grapefruit. Okay, they expand. Right, right. They literally can shed, like if you got shot in the arm by a hollow point bullet, your whole arm would fall off. So just so people have a scope of what we're talking about, in 2015, Barack Obama gave 1.5 billion rounds of hollow point bullets to the Department of Homeland Security, along with 7,000 fully automatic weapons now, okay? So fully automatic weapons, so people understand, when you have a fully automatic, there's no aim. You're, it's just shooting um, indiscriminately. Yeah. As opposed to a semi-automatic, which you can aim at your target with precision compared to the others, which is used for crowd control, fully automatic weapons. So you saw something. Now, when did you see this in the timeline? Was it after you heard what I was talking about on air? Or was this kind of prior? So now you're looking back in retrospect? That was retrospect. And then I called you and told you, you know, hey, it triggered when you when I heard you say the, uh, all, the thing on your show and you were wondering where it went. I knew where it went and I wanted you to know. So I'm glad you said that because I felt inspired to call you. And then this year, I looked recently, like just before I did the show in Vegas with um, Said, just before I looked. I was in the, for some reason, I was down in the basement and I looked and um, sure enough, it, I was shocked because when I looked in the room, it was almost empty. They'd, well, all the bullets were out. Why don't you pick up where you left off? So you're going down there. You notice that it goes 10 stories down. Let's talk about what was down there, who was in control of it. And who is yeah. passing things out uh, to your knowledge? Go ahead. Okay. Let me tell you, I saw when they were building the buildings, it went down 10 stories. So I knew that it was deep. And I know that all the state buildings are connected underneath. They got underground tunnels and they're all connected. And, and like Governor Reagan, um, who later became president, his house in the Fab 40s, they call him, um, he had a tunnel. Like a lot of rich people, they pay millions of dollars and they can hook up to the tunnel if you dig down your house and you connect to this right. tunnel. And, they and so people understand too, we're talking, literally talking about the state capitol building of California in right. Sacramento. That's Northern California. I want to say it's like the last city before you cross over to Oregon. That's where the capital of California is. I mean, it's such a huge state. You know, you, you pull a lot of young people today in Southern California, they couldn't tell you where the, the state capitol building is. It's so far from, you know, well, San Diego. It's in the middle. It's by Lake Tahoe and San Francisco area. It's just as far as San Francisco. Um, you know, it's between San Francisco and Lake Tahoe, two hours each way. And the governor of California, this is like his office. And the right. legislature, the Senate, the Congress, this is where bills get passed and drafted. Uh, continue, Eric. The Capitol is across the street from me, okay? I'm right by the Rose Garden, okay, on the end. So the Capitol is like on 13th, okay? And 
we're on 15th. So it's like two blocks of park between the Capitol and us, but it's right across the street, Capitol Park. And, and so, you know, I know that the buildings are connected underneath. There's tunnels because my favorite topic of, of study is Tartaria and the underground tunnels. And I know they have a magnetic lev levitation train system that goes fast. And anyway, they're connected on, underneath. And I knew that when Arnold was governor, he would use them a lot and, and show up at buildings using the tunnels. He was too scared to walk on top, you know. The building was a special building. It's a special building. And I was kind of scared to get in the elevators when I because I didn't want to all of a sudden have the elevator go, you know, down to the deeper, lower levels. So I made sure that my elevators stop at a concrete, you know, I saw the bottom where they stop, that my elevators don't go to those deep underground. But what's interesting is the same company that builds our elevators are the same people who build the elevators that go to deep underground bases. You know, they're the same companies that make those elevators that go really fast and far underground. You were down there, and did you actually see physically – with your own eyes, maybe in retrospect now thinking about it or, or thereafter, you know, you heard me, uh, any weaponry or the tanks, yes. any, any okay. of that? Two things. Two, let me make sure I say these two things before I forget. When we had the agricultural protest, there was a tank. I heard, I live, I live um, bicycling distance away from work. Tank came from under my building because we got the ramps and it was right there outside my buildings when there was the protests of, of the agricultural protest. But let me tell you this. Physically, for real, I did see the TV monitors that the guards used to have on. And I could swear that I saw a jail underneath there and, and like young, young people, like maybe kids even. So that's what raised an eyebrow with me is because you have CHP there. And then you have, why do we have a secret prison under the buildings? But when I said that, when I talked about that at one of my conferences, I noticed that afterwards the guards didn't have their TV screens on that channel anymore. Like they got in trouble. Eric, I'm actually glad you brought that up. And uh, let me just, I don't know if I, you're aware, but when the anti-lockdown protest, I want to say of June 2020, were, were um, taking place throughout California, definitely the hotspot was Orange County. And it went all the way up to Sacramento. There were some activist groups of Northern California that were protesting uh, at the state capitol against the Newsom lockdown, the, the alleged governor of California. And if you recall in the news, the CHP were monitoring the whole thing. They actually had snipers on top of the Capitol building. Not only that, but I want to say the heads of these activist group were arrested and get this. They were arrested and taken down underneath the state capitol building to the jail cells. So I'm here to tell you, I've interviewed the people who were in there. It happened. There is a prison underneath the state capitol building. I, I think they have several prisons, Dean. <laughs> I think they have them under many buildings. Um, it's, uh, you know, that's how you move. You, that's how you traffic, you know. That's how you move um kids around or people around or whatever and you know when these kids run away and they're homeless uh, the kids on the milk cartons you know who's i don't know i, I know that they all work together and it's all going to come out soon you know with the you know child protective services and and the 
you know, but there's good and bad everywhere. And I know there's good policemen and good CHP. And I wanted to be CHP. They told me I was too smart to be one. Um, I laughed. I said, what does that say about you? I said to the guy. Uh, you told me, and maybe you could um, kind of divulge a bit more on this, that uh, you believe that CHP, which is California Highway Patrol, they have been the henchmen of California Governor Newsom. They have uh, prohibited free speech after he banned free speech anywhere near, quote, uh, government property. They have monitored all the anti-lockdown rallies, which, you know, Hillary Clinton at the time, she said that anyone protesting the lockdowns, they are domestic terrorists. Okay, so just to give everyone a, a timeline update. So what you told me is that state FDA and CHP are passing out these weapons of war because that's what these are. And so people understand too, you know, we're finding at this time in 2019, 2020, caches of weapons in mansions in Calabasas, um, places throughout the U.S. Here's a question, Eric. If indeed that these agencies are passing these weapons of war out, is it really far off to say they're passing it out to your neighbor to the north there, the Antifas? You know what? It's 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 kind of a no-brainer. Um, they they're we're waking up too fast, and they're trying to control the narrative, and the narrative is falling apart. And they have to. They have 200 gun bills. They got to push through, and and you know America's locked and loaded, and, and they got to figure out some way to take their guns away because people are standing up and are getting fed up. Yes, they are giving it to BLM and Antifa because they're the terrorists that my friends who live in Seattle and Portland. They're they're telling me, you know, it, it's a crock of shit. You know, everything they say on the news is bullshit, and and finally they're having to, you know. A lot of people just left. They were fed up, and, and you know, and and these are the people they 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 have to do this because we are many and they are few. Uh, let's jump back to the state capitol. Um, you you've been there. You've been working there for about what 20, 25 years. I'm in the East End Block. It's across the street from the capitol, and and we have a prison under our place too. And the CHP is in the building across. We have four buildings. It's right on the main Capitol Street. So I'm across the street. Right. Okay. Capitol. In the same regards of a World Trade Center plaza, right. it's kind of in the same uh, theme, yes. you know, definitely. But, uh, you know, you worked there for so long, and I'm sure you're co you have coworkers that have done the same. What, what do you think? Do pe are people aware of, of kind of the things that you know, maybe, maybe subconsciously, or, or they know and they just keep it quiet? Or you know, what, what are other people saying around you about the things you're telling us here? They think I'm crazy, okay? I'm, I'm a kook. I'm the only guy that doesn't wear a mask at the Department of Public Health, okay? There's a handful of us, but they try to get me to wear one. And, and I told them they had no standing, you know, that, that it, it, they're not my doctor and, and that I have to breathe. And they said my doctor's note wasn't good enough. I said, I don't need a doctor's note. I said, you have no standing, and I dare you to try to force me to wear one. I said, I said the two chemicals they use to make them cause lung damage, um, polysyrene and polyethylene. And there's parasites growing, worms, parasitic worms growing in the mass. You can see with the microscope. You don't even need an electron microscope. 
and and Fauci co-wrote a paper of how people are dying wearing masks during the Spanish flu. And, and so I tell him, you know, you pretend to protect the health of people. The, the chief came to me, the chief on the big chief on the floor came to me and he said, why aren't you wearing a mask? And I looked at him, I, I said, you know, I said, I'm happy to talk to you about it, but you know, you're, you're not qualified really. And, and you're, and I said, you must be really intelligent to get the position you have, but you're completely unaware. You mentioned, uh, you know, you've, you've given us a whole wealth of uh, kind of uh, content of uh, what's being transferred there, what exists underground. And we're certainly a network that has been in the forefront of covering the underground war. You know, I, I covered it uh, from April 1st of last year, 2020, and where it started from Long Beach Harbor, how it went all the way up to uh, Getty's Museum and so on. Let's kind of maybe catch up to, to present day. Why don't you fill us in, in the meantime, of what you saw presently, where you contacted me, I want to say within the past week, you, you've seen ammunition boxes get transferred underground. Uh, you've seen the uh, heavy presence of CHP. Uh, you've mentioned state FDA. A lot of people don't even know there's a state FDA. And you've mentioned that um, these weapons of war, this ammunition is more than likely, I mean, getting passed to, uh, let's just say, uh, Antifa types and, and Black Lives Matter types, which are Marxists at the top. A lot of people may not know, but now you know. But I, I want to pick up where you almost started off uh, a little bit. You gave us a little hint yes, of, yes. of these rooms that were, where the ammunition has been stored are now empty. So why don't you pick up from there and uh, where I left off there? I, I was just, I had to go down to the loading dock. And when I was down there, I noticed one of the investigators was going to the room, the ammo room. And I was curious. So, oh, I, I had to take a peek, you know. So I saw she, I saw she had trouble put make leaving the door open. So I you know being the gentleman I asked you know may I help you you know you know and and so I took a quick peek when I got the door and I was shocked I did a double take and because it was almost empty and it, I was thinking where are all the bullets they got them out because they when I found out that four agencies were using them. I think in additional to these four agencies, because it, there were so many in there, it was filled to the top. And, and I don't know whether, what other rooms they had, you know, in the building, but definitely that room was one of them. And it was easy access from outside, from the street, from 16th street, you go down and it, uh, you know, and I noticed it was gone and I was shocked. So I was thinking, okay, they're, they got the ammo out and they're locked and loaded. They're waiting for it. You know, because, you know, you got all these Antifa and BLM and these expensive hotels waiting, being paid by George Soros. They're waiting for, you know, something. And, and Yeah, okay. That, that, I'm glad you brought that up. Now, now you're jogging my memory back to uh, of um, accuracy here. So you mentioned to me, and I want to say, so the Plan Red Hoods, as we call them here, Plan Red Hood 1, right after the, the initial George Floyd uh, event, that took place, you saw the riots. Now there was a, what we called a plan right hood too, that was really building up in the run up to the election, which wound up turning into a dud. But at that time, this is so key. You told me 
at the state capitol and and the buildings around it that you were getting told by your superiors that um you know they're going to be uh, out of office or out of work or from away from the building until the new year and then you saw all the hotels which really is, is parallel to the intel that I had from, you know, going on in downtown LA and Austin out of all places that all the hotels were filled to the brim with uh, convicts that were let out by the governor, uh, Black Lives Matter type and Antifa. And you also shared with me that they were breaking into people's homes in, in the, the surrounding neighborhoods. So why don't you touch upon that a little bit? Yeah, they were slashing Trump supporter tires. They were um, harassing, they were attacking trump supporters and and just trying to smash them what you know when they i stayed out of those um i stayed out but when they first started and came i went up to each of those um, blm antifa groups and and asked them if they were being paid by george soros 1500 a day because that's what it said on his website and and i said and i asked him why none of them were black if black lives matters why weren't there any black people in your group and then later I saw some other people where there were black people in the group and they tried to call me a racist. And I told them that actually I was from a black Jewish bloodline and that I had gone to my senior ball with the only black girl in high school that I'm still friends with. And, and I just, I, I told them I'm not a racist at all. I'm half Iranian and half Norwegian and, and I'm multicultural, multilingual and a, you know, gentleman and a scholar. And I said, you don't know what you're talking about. And they couldn't, they couldn't, they were so frustrated, and, and but later they came back with vengeance and in military gear and riot gear. They were um, these guys are like they were they were ready to kill. Okay, these guys were ready to kill. Basically, talking to a paramilitary group here, and we don't really have to then use our imagination or look far to see. Gee, what happened to? the weapons of war, what happened in the ammunition, do we? Because it makes all the sense in the world that they're there by the Capitol building to receive something. No doubt about it. Basically, it's a deep state, and, and they're communist, and they're satanic, and they're socialist, they're fascist, they're imperialist, they're corporatist, they're, you can call it anything, you know? It's basically the end times of good against evil, the angel and, and devil, you know, and you know, it's not hard to see, you know, who is, is the devil and when you look at the symbols because they're right there in your face and, and people have to really wake up. They, they can't watch the news and believe everything. You know, you have all these, you know, you can't say Black Lives Matter because it, 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 it's a loaded statement. You know, you, you, it, every, all lives matter. It begs, the, it begs the question, you know, don't all lives matter? You know, all lives matter, and and, sure. you, and it's all bullshit. The, the owners, you have to look at the previous leaders of the of these movements. They're saying, "Hey, my my BLM movement has been taken over by Antifa," you know, and and it's not what it seems anymore. And and you know, they, you have to look at what they're saying. Just like the 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 guy who was working at the um, the jab place, the needle place, uh, um, they, he's saying, no, it's not safe. You know, the CEX CEO is saying, you know, don't, don't get the jab, you know, and, and this is actually the mark of the beast. They have, um, a chip in there and you can actually wa wave your hand and make purchases. And that's what they wanted to use this ID 2024. And, and so that's why, 
see, this is, it, it, my mind goes in all these circles when you talk because I am so connected with all these different things. Uh, uh, with the FEMA camps, it was Jesse Ventura that we, I know you through. We were, when you were working with Jesse Ventura and, and Sean Stone, I was the one who gave Jesse Ventura the FEMA camp information about the coffin liners. And, and I, I was the one who started to question. I had to count all these um, coffin liners. And I, and I wanted to know, what are these for? Why are you expecting all these people to die? Well, I figured it out. It's the jab. It's the jab that kills you. It's a transhuman agenda. It changes the messenger RNA, changes your DNA, makes you non-human. And, and they try to t – there's AI and there's all this stuff right. it, it, you can look up. It's just too crazy to talk about, you know? It's not crazy, I think, in this time of day. And, and I'm, right. I'm glad People you're bringing this up. People have to wake up. I tried to inspire them from the 1990s. 90, 1993, I told Jesse this. Two years later, he went with Alex Jones and, and gave this information out. I said, I have to lay low and, and figure out what's going on. They machine gunned to death my boss's son, my sweet boss's son, Janet Palman. They machine gunned her son to death because she was asking too many questions. She said, Eric, be careful. Watch out. And right after that, I thought I was going to be taken out. So I gave this information to Jesse Ventura. And he wanted to work with me, and I said, no, I'm going to lay low and figure out what the hell's going yeah, on. Really, actually sad what has become of Jesse Ventura and his son. Have, they really turned a communist streak. But that's a whole other story. Eric, you have been so gracious and, I want to say, brave to, uh, you know, getting this information out. I don't mind. That, well, I would say, look at it this way, okay? When the Acme Brick Company who is owned by Gates and Soros and whatever, are putting stacks of bricks out. I mean, it, it, don't you think they're going to be putting more stuff out everywhere else out? And if they're working in, in, together with these, these police, and, you know, some, there's not all police are bad, and not all, you know, not all these agents are bad. There's good and bad everywhere. It's just some, some of them have, have fallen and, and do satanic, luciferian, things and have to you know and they get off on on little kids and and all this stuff is coming out and it's already been declassified and and the investigators are getting psychological help because they can't handle what they've been seeing you know of the blood drinking and the people eating and the whatever and, and so it we have to wake up and say listen you know it needs to stop it, it's going to stop okay we've had enough it's going to stop. All this information is coming out. I think they've already gotten all the big players. These are just the minions that are left, and and they're just trying to make a big, you know, uh, um, do their best all out, you know. And and I think that tr um, the Trump and the military have really played a grand chess game and and done it in a way that so there was no civil war, there was no nuclear war, there was no you know mass killings. And, and whatever we see now is, is just a false flag, you know, these same mercenaries that show up at these um, places. So Eric, that's a, that's a great point. And l l let me just ask you this one last question. And, 
you know, because you're right in the thick of it there. You're seeing things that, you know, people really have not heard about or, you know, maybe they've imagined, but you're actually right there in the thick of it. And right in the capital of California, one of, you know, the DC of California, it's just, you know, a lot of nefarious things get passed up there. But how do you see this panning out for California? And the reason I ask for California, because a lot of things stem from California and then trickle down elsewhere around the country, uh, you know, whether it's the vaccine rollout and agenda, you know, we certainly yeah. saw that with SB 277, but that aside, how do you see, knowing what you know and what we've talked about, how do you see this rolling out for California? Because California is the king here. This is very key to the country. It sure is. And, you know, I'm the California kid who put French fries on my burritos and in my burgers in the 80s. And they, and they didn't know my name. They called it California kid style. So I love California. I was born here. And, and I think and I know that we're not a blue state. We're, we're a red state. Um, everybody voted for Trump here and and they're just pushing their agenda and, and actually California is its own country we can feed the world and it was its own island during Tartarian times California is, is Queen Khalifa it's a special place and and we have a major nodes um, that intersect ley lines and and the Golden Gate and so Definitely, we're going to wake up. You know, you can't push uh, experimental vaccine on anyone, okay? That's besides the Nuremberg Articles 6.1 and 6.3. You can't force, uh, it's, it's so illegal. I mean, maybe they'll try to get the corporations to push it, you know, the businesses, but, but they have no standing. They, they, they're not your doctor. It's a HIPAA violation. It's an ADA violation. It's all, it's constitutional right. It, 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 there's so many violations and and people are just unaware they have to become aware and realize you know why are they why are they so scared why are they being pushed into um do something that is 99.97 um cure rate you know some something that's never been isolated they've never isolated this virus it's been never proven to exist the dead people, they, 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 it was from influenza, A or B, or bacterial um, pneumonia from the parasites and the bacteria they're breathing in from the mask and other conditions, you know. And, and, of course, all the other deaths have disappeared, you know, so because the Medi-Cal was giving them 13,000 to put, uh, you know, COVID death on there. And sure. if they used the ventilator to push it down into further into their lungs, they gave them three times more money. 39,000. Do you see a full-on civil war within California? Because certainly, you know, I can make the case and say, yeah, I'm from Orange County, Eric. I'm not shy about it. I love Orange County. Orange County yeah. is different than LA, big time. Yes, Orange County is. is hella different than anything central or north. Uh, the richest in people in California are in Orange County, the richest people. Right. So, so I'm a beach boy. I'm from, you know, Huntington Beach, that whole area. It, the divide could not be any more wide and vast than it is now between the difference of, with, within that state. So here's my question is, there was legislation that was proposed uh, several years back to break the state up into three different uh, parts. Uh, there's definitely a, a, a power struggle. Uh, you know, we're being controlled by few California. Right. So 
is there going to be a, a full-on civil war within California? What do you see coming down um, the pike here? I think it's going to be snuffed out fast. I think the military is going to step in and, and, and squash it fast, okay? Um, it, 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 it's a real it, – when you ask me a question, my mind goes off in tangents quickly, thinking out different ways, you know, as a chess player, you know, just like the multidimensional chess player of Trump. And, and because we, we don't – we have a – we don't really have our country isn't a country it's a corporation that went bankrupt and so yeah you have to look at what's happening what they're going to do you know they put another signed another constitution they and and i think that they want to secede and make a new union and i think we have a constitutional government now it's a i think we're I, I think they secretly signed a new constitution last year, and and already, um, and, and I think that Trump is still president. Actually, I don't think Biden's president at all, because you know, he, for one thing, the Pentagon won't let him in. Um, he doesn't have a nuclear suitcase or the codes. Um, I don't care if he's riding a camel. Whatever he's riding is supposed to be called Air Force One, but they're not calling it Air Force One. But Trump is on Air Force One, okay, and he's not at the White House. He's at that Castle Rock um, Opie, Ron Howard's uh, studios in Culver City there. So it, it, he's not the president. It's a big show. We don't have a country. It's a, it's a corporation that went bankrupt. I think we're going to see the best is yet to come, okay? This is – it's all playing out, and it's just fizzling out, and they're making their last grasp for power. Empires only last so long, and and you know when people have had enough, you know I, I say I'm Eric the Healer. I'm really Eric the Enabler. Sometimes I help people, you know, to, I, when I shouldn't help them, and to carry on like where I work, and uh, so they've really choked themselves. They've just really put themselves in the worst position. And I think that we've really. These are just actors, and we really we've gotten a lot of these people, and they've really been executed for sure. crimes against humanity and treason. And I've seen the I've seen the arrests and the arrest records and the arrest papers and stuff. And and I you know so how is it going to play out? It's going to be the best way possible. It's going to play out. I know that we have some divine beings protecting us. I know that we have some. We're about to wake up to our star family of the UFO. Um, community. I know there's good and bad. There's a couple of bad races that have been trying to rule us and control us and live off our life force and eat us and drink our blood, but that's all over. I, I think it's a new new beginning, and and I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping it's going to change. I, I don't I don't I don't know you know when, but you know it has to be in the near future, and I don't think we're going to have. I don't think it's going to be as bad as. I know that it's going to get worse, but I think it's going to – it's just – I think this is all to wake the people up, okay, because it would have been easy for them to come in and clean up everything and just do it forcefully. But people will say, hey, he's a dictator, and he's right. doing this, and I don't want that because they're not awake. They don't realize why they're doing this. People have – this is the time for people to wake up. They have to wake the hell up and, and, and stop watching TV. 
you know, watching the sports and gambling on sports. It's like, right. you know, it's and they have Black Lives Matter on the sidelines, and and you know, sure. it's all a big game. Um, it's all a, it's entertainment. It's Eric, fake. In closing, I have a very diverse audience that really spans across the the world, and you know, that's the that's the uh, power of media now on a lower level. You don't really need the corporate uh, backing to reach millions of people around the world. But in particular, I do have a lot of people uh, in California that listen and watch. And I have a heavy heart for the good people of California that, re- that have remained. A lot of people have left. But is there a message in, in closing real quick any message you want to get to your fellow Californians um, across the uh, Golden State there uh, that, that they're listening to this right now? And if you could speak to them directly, what kind of message would you like to give your, your fellow um, Californians? Well, you know, my name means giver of love and, and knowledge. And, and I, I, we have to share love. The, the polarities are fear and love. I am completely fearless. After my two near-death experiences, I knew that you'll always be conscious somewhere and I'm not scared to die. Okay. And, and I want to, and I want to do the best I can for humanity. And this is it. I I spent my whole life trying to figure out what the hell is wrong. Okay. What the hell is wrong with, with my life in this country. And I've had a beautiful life, mind you, but I've always been pushed down and, and, and a slave to the banksters. Okay. And, and I've met and I've learned, I, I, I met Jordan Maxwell and I was friends with him and, and I learned about how things really work, and and so well that when he left stuff out of his speech, I would whisper, you know, what what he forgot to say, you know. I just love people, and I want people to share love and have no fear and just help each other because we're going to make it through this, and it's going to be great because he, we already got rid of these banksters, the thirteen banking families, and we have the treasury back. We have the Federal Reserve back in the Treasury, and we got the gold from the Vatican, a couple hundred miles of it in the tunnels, okay? People are going to wonder what to do with their free time, and, and you know, we're going to be making love and music and, and having ideas and reading books, and people aren't going to know what to do with their free time, and we're going to be creating new things, and, 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 and they're going to release the free energy technology, and it's just going to be so wonderful. This is just a, a, the end phase, dirty transition, you know. This is just the, the, the people waking up. They have to wake up. Tell two friends. Let it spread out exponentially. And I'm here for a reason. And I heal myself. And I want to help you heal yourself. You know, I really care for people and, and really want to help. And, and this has been a, it's been easy to see that there's a transhuman agenda. And they've been trying to attack us in ways that we don't understand, where that change our DNA and make us non-human, to have no compassion, so it's easy to control us. We have to wake up and learn about these things that I'm talking about, the transhumanism. Right. I cannot thank you enough. The information you have provided uh, me about a year ago almost has really made its shot across the world. I mean, Mike Adams from Natural News picked it up. And from there, after I put it out initially, it just, it grew legs to where the most important people in the highest office know exactly you're talking about because that message that you gave me, that intel, I took it there. 
Well, so I cannot thank you enough. You are no stranger to this audience with your information, but now we can actually put a voice to the uh, intel that really, really was a game changer in, in this pandemic war. But um, thank you so much, Eric. I mean, we're just two California guys talking. And, you know, I, I want in my closing is I want the best for California because the best for California is the best for the country, which is then the best for the world. That's how influential and important California is. You know, the creator of the uh, surf sound music, the in and out burgers, the entertainment capital of the world, and the most and greatest climate of the world. Eric, I'm going to have to have you back again. You're just full of knowledge, and we've only scratched the surface. Thank you. I'd love to, I'd love to be back. Thank you. We'll talk about AI. And, but remember, we have to hold the higher vibration. Don't be scared. Just get rid of your Bluetooths and not... Don't carry your phone on you. Nobody read the phone book that came, the book that came with your cell phone. Just keep it away from you. I leave my phone home. That's why it was hard to get a hold of me. So, you know, try to do less with Wi-Fi and get rid of, turn off your modems and, and try to sleep with no phone by you and have a higher quality of life. Anyway, thank you again, Dean. I, I love your show and, and thank you. It's great John Bonet video, man. Whoa. I really liked it. I liked the question one afterwards, the two videos you did. You did a question and answer one afterwards. That was really good too. I was just, I was listening to it and I had to shake a shower and go to work. So I took it with me in the shower. <laughs> Great stuff. Thank you very much, Eric. Well, I hope everybody enjoyed that exclusive interview with Eric as much as I did. Uh, we could have gone on for three hours. It really opened up the conversation of, hey, let's get together and really protect our communities because the people that are supposed to be doing it, you can't trust them. So I hope you enjoyed this Real Deal Media exclusive podcast. And there's gonna be more of these coming along the way as we grow our brand and try to give you the most incredible exclusive content you're not gonna find anywhere else. I'm Dean Ryan, as I always say, stay tuned, stay awake because the best is yet to come right here on this Real Deal Media Podcast. Good night, everybody. Thank <laughs> you.